Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, I'm going to start this podcast off in a, in a very strange way because I got to start organizing myself a little bit, you guys. I got to start figuring out, you know, there is there is a specific format to podcasting. And sometimes people start with a pre-roll, which is the mentioning of the sponsors at the beginning of the podcast. For the listeners, they sometimes don't like this part because they have to go, oh, I'm listening to commercials. Sometimes they fast forward this through this, but I encourage them strongly not to do such because this episode is brought to you by our friends who continue to get the joke. First and foremost, our friends over at Gooder Sunglasses. Gooder's got all kinds of fun shit coming on. They've got an entire new, do I have it up here on my computer? That would be a great idea if I did. Um, sorcery Spectacles. This is for uh, my, my son when he used to be a young boy because they actually have... A line of spectacles modeled after, I guess maybe it's a Harry Potter thing, but they can't say it. So, um, but they're actually pretty badass looking glasses. So check out Gooder.com. And our second sponsor for the day is Scratch Labs. And in order to do that, I actually Paul wanted oh nice a little strawberry lemonade. So I got it here in the water bottle next to us. So you know we're starting with a commercial before this show even begins. <laughs> Paul gets to try strawberry lemonade. Jackson, you've had it, right? I have had it. Do you want some? Why is your mic so low? Oh, because you're on mic four, not mic three. Try talking. Sure, I'd love some. That's no. my boy. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> we're starting with a sponsor plug. Paul, thoughts? You know? It is. Very lemonade-like. The strawberry doesn't come through very strong, very w- which is that makes it enjoyable for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is good, especially if you know on those really ninety-degree days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, right. Just cut that. There yeah. you go. Nice variation on the. Uh, what I like about it is it's the, it's a variation on your usual lemon lime that you that we always have. Yeah. 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 But it's just a little, little different flavor, little yeah. twist, which yeah. I like. And I don't mean I'm not bashing uh, scratch by saying you guys uh, strawberry is not one of your favorites, especially when it's warm. Well, it's a flavor. Yeah, I, mm. I'm not a strawberry person. Oh, they had a okay. raspberry had the same. What you're getting to is the the seeds or whatever the little gotcha. beards. Yeah, in yeah. It. They'd have the same problem with that, but it was good cold. 
The raspberry was. Yeah, definitely. And they've also got out a new sour cherry chew with caffeine in them. So be sure and check out scratchlabs.com. That's S-K-R-A-T-C-H labs.com. Did you see how I did that? I was smart enough to remember my sponsor plugs before the show even started. (laughs) And it only took two minutes of your lives. This podcast costs you nothing. And all you had to do is sit still and listen to us drink Scratch Lab Strawberry Lemonade for two minutes. Yeah, we're recording. Welcome to another episode of The Pack Filler. I am Pat Bulger, and it's warm in here, and it's never warm in here, and I think I left the space heaters on too long. Uh, With me are the only people I have ridden bikes with since March, (laughs) both of whom climb better than I, and I think that's like saying, duh. Uh, first off, Paul Maine, the man who's turned beer snobbery into an art form. Paul? Yeah, well, that's quite a title. It is. Yeah. I mean that as a compliment, though. It is, it yeah. is definitely one. And second of all, Jackson Bulger, the man who has turned 21 and who has likely consumed more high-end soda than beer since <laughs> turning 21. That's probably very true. Some alcoholics, some not. <laughs> okay, I, yeah, I keep forgetting about the alcohol laced root beers oh i see yeah, yeah, yeah. weird 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 hey uh gentlemen let's start with some good news um who rode last week and how long oh uh, yeah i had i had a how? couple of couple of good days well i had saturday uh a guy just text me and he says hey you're up for a ride i said sure because we're leaving rosalia now this is the second second time and i don't believe in this where you drive to a location to ride your road bike. That's a that's a oh. mountain bike thing. So we drove down to Rosalia. Okay. And most people are like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Small little farm town. We went out. Think small island around. in a sea of wheat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And went to another island called St. John's, an island of wheat. Yeah. And then we went up to Steptoy Butte, which we used to race to the top of. And then we came down back to Rosalia. So it was about, oh, about 109 kilometers or about 68-mile loop. It was windy that day. Yeah. Describe, uh, do you know the elevation claim of that of that climb? No, I don't. Um, I think our, our ride was uh, 3,800 feet that we did yeah, it all was together. So. Not that I was stalking you, but <clears> yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and probably majority on that climb, but it, it kind of zigzags and then spirals around the top of this hill, and it's... It is, you get on top and you can see Idaho. You can, because wow. it's flat around there. Yeah. You know, well, rolling hills, but, you know, no mountains. You can see mountain ranges. But, yeah. 50 plus years of life, I've never ridden that climb. Really? Really. Well, that's what we got to do then. Yeah. The three of us right here. Yeah. Making it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that the, that wasn't the only ride, because I saw no, that you I rode, on Sunday <clears> too. But. Yeah, I rode uh, s- Sunday also, um, trying to beat the rain. Yeah, and because it's supposed to rain in the afternoon, and I got rained on, and then your story was you held out from hitting the road because of the rain that was supposed to come that I, never came. I am convinced, in the midst of all this pandemic, one of the companies, the organizations that has been hit hardest is the fucking National Weather Service because <laughs> they have yet to get it right. And I know it's it's a crapshoot; it's difficult to do. But I think all of our local meteorologists are just going. Oh shit! 
they're not getting the information because there's social distancing at the National Weather Service. <laughs> this is my conspiracy. <laughs> Stick with me. And so they're just getting bullshit information, and they're just trying to piece together something because every single forecast has been completely off. Sunday, yesterday, was supposed to be, you know, locusts. Uh, pestilence. Be, yeah, pestilence, yeah. plague, and everything. Everything was supposed to be horrific. And so I saw that you got up and you were smart enough to ride, Paul. And then I thought to myself, oh, shit, Paul rode. I got to keep up. Um, and so I, I looked at the forecast and it said, you know, batten down the hatches. The end of the world is coming. So I hopped on Zwift for two hours. And that entire two hours, I looked out the window. Every time I looked out the window, it was sunny. Yeah. And did I get off the Zwift? No, because once I started, I was like, fuck it, I'm in it. The entire two hours, it was beautiful. And it did not rain. It's supposed to rain in Spokane from 1 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I think it rained at like 4.30. That's what it pushed back to about 4.35, yeah. yeah. So that sucked. So I, I did get a good ride in on Saturday out in the wind by myself, which really, it was really windy. Broke, broke my spirits. Um, and then two rides during the week, I think. So it's not a full week, but it was all right. Jackson? I think... My Strava said I did 62.1 miles the last week. week. Yeah. yeah. I think I did. You and I did one. Dad, you and I did one. Yeah. And then um, I did one kind of off of some pretty close to our home uh, mountain bike trails on my 700C gravel bike wheels, which was it was a little bit rockier than I was bargaining <laughs> for. Um, it was it was a little freaky because I saw some like garbage bags and no one was around and I had a weird eerie feeling. But we're here. Yeah, I got the miles in. Mm-hmm. So that's what matters. Good man. Yeah. Um, I've got to start getting now. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm going to talk about that a little bit later on. But in case you didn't know, everybody, we are live on Mixler.com/slash Packfiller. If you haven't been on before, you can do that when we. Yeah, pretty consistently do it unless I have an interview that I've pre-taped or pre-recorded and uh, you can chime in. We have a little chat room there that I'm monitoring and I might <laughs> say something that you've said, but nah, if it's if it's dumb, I probably, yeah, I probably will. So, um, <laughs> so there you go. You can follow us on there. Um, gentlemen, should we start as we do with some headlines? I guess that's a yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm excited. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that's been happening for a time in the world that is not allowed to have uh, bike racing happening. And our first big one is uh, CCC is to end the men's team sponsorship at the end of 2020. Um, that is a big deal. This comes from our friends at WeLoveCycling.com. Okay, um, so I'm not going to bash Apparently, it, CCC doesn't yeah. love yeah. cycling. Yeah, they yeah. don't, yeah. Um, Jim Okowitz already suspended the majority of the sports staff early in April, and in recent weeks, the riders accepted a 50% pay cut. However, Ouch. the impact of the pandemic was too great for CCC. They're a Polish shoe manufacturer, and their price share price fell over 90%. So... This includes riders like Greg Van Avermaet, Matteo Trenton, and others. Um, unclear what's going to happen with the future of the team. Um, from what I understand, the women's team, however, is to remain intact for the time being. Um, I, I, this is, I, I hope, God, I try not to be negative in this show, but I hope this isn't a sign of things to come. Um what is this? Uh, do, do you guys have any ideas of what's going on and what this has to, you know, or if it has any positive or negative impact on what's about to come down the shithole? 
Um, I'll just <laughs> I'll just say this that I think that uh, don't be negative now. I know. I'm <laughs> Um, I'll just say that I bet Matteo Trentin right now is loving his switch. <laughs> yeah. He had like Mick Mitch and Scott. Yeah. 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 Um, but no, it's, it's a, it's a bummer. I think, um, I'm, I, I interested to start seeing the rumors of where those two big, big name riders of that team are going to go. Interesting stuff. As I rub my hands together, like mm-hmm. a greedy raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it scares me because I think it the writing is on the wall. CCC has been a uh, team that has been a gigantic su- supporter of cycler for, cycling for a very long time. Um, just went up to the big time with a, a World Tour main team. And um, yeah, Jim Ockwitz, w- love him or hate him, puts some good teams together. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, From 7-Eleven through Motorola, BMC. And uh, he he knows the business model. It's just that um, the money's not there. Yeah. Well, I've, I to me, I find it interesting. I'm glad, but is this an indication of where people are going to um, start focusing their money on cycling? They kept the women's team. Now, I'm yeah. not sure if CCC kind of focuses on women's shoes or men's shoes or that. I don't know. That's a good point. So, I didn't think about that. <clears throat> um, but uh, it doesn't matter. I like shoes, but my <laughs> wife trumps me on that Ooh, i don't i use that word oh uh, she like huge in the shoes and stuff so that kind of makes sense but also i find it interesting there's a women's Perry roubaix maybe people are looking at the budget if i can get like the exposure maybe this is a good thing for women's cycling it could be i mean if you're wanting to sponsoring a team women's teams budgets are way down way less than guys yeah so too, too and, low but yeah yeah too but, low yeah. but still mm-hmm. nevertheless what you got to start at some point. Maybe this is a, a good spot for women cycling. Not so good for men, but I think there's enough people out there that you know Jim's already working on on sponsors and stuff. But I'm sure everything's on hold until yeah, things blow over. This has got to be yeah. a really brutal time to start searching for a major multi-million dollar sponsor. Yeah, especially with how much difficulty he had replacing BMC. Um, CCC came in to the picture quite late. And most of the riders had already left um, from the BMC squad. I mean, he kept Van Avermont, but that was more mm-hmm. likely it. And then last year was kind of a, you know, a, a, an operation just focused around Greg. And then this year they bring in a rider like Matteo Trentin, which is a great grab. Mm-hmm. And the bottom falls out. So well, if there's any time for it to fall out, I mean, there's races compact in the next couple of months, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, he's got time on his hands to search and mm-hmm. create something. And maybe with the influx, we don't, no one knows if this race season happens like it's scheduled. Yeah. It, like we were joking about, you know, what, what am I going to watch? Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, keeping our eyes, eyelids open and stuff. So <laughs> that, that huge injection that might just stir things up. And then people are like, hey, this is pretty cool. Three mm-hmm. months of straight cycling would be a hell of an opportunity to sell something. <laughs> mm hmm. Yep. Just saying, I heard that Jeff Bezos is now like one of the first trilli- or yeah, trillionaires. Mm-hmm. Amazon cycling, just yeah, <laughs> look to look into the future. Yeah, I'm trying to think what that jersey would look like. I don't know. <laughs> Which that way the arrow would go? Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, moving along. Um, oh, it's an arrow. Yeah, right. I, I oh, thought yeah. it was yeah, represented <laughs> something else. Yeah, yeah with <laughs> Bezos, yeah. top of his head. Um, 
hey, you guys, uh, other things happening within the within the pro cycling scene now that things are kind of really having a tough time holding on. Of course, a couple weeks ago we had um, our our most recent Tour de France winner saying he was definitely not interested in anything other than the leadership role, which leads to rumors and discussions that Chris Froome himself is in a potential mid-season team transfer discussion. Um, I am I am reading concept from uh, cyclingnews.com. Um, he stated several times that he sees a possible fifth, but his main objective for th- that is his main objective for the year. And um, ever since Egan Bernal stated that he will not sacrifice his chances for those of a teammate, Enios has been on some sort of a crossroads. Chris Room has, I don't know if he's been given the green light to go ahead to look for other teams, but the rumors are that he is in discussion with multiple teams. Um, I, I know I kind of left that on a vague, and I don't know if you guys have been up to be able I to keep track, yeah. track of it. Um, first of all, what does that say about um, Enios's uh, focus? Well, I, I don't know if it's so much focus. He, if he raced, the, if he won the tour this year, he'd be the second oldest in history to win the tour. Um, he took a major bang up. Yeah, and you and I know a little inside information that we got about his condition. Yeah. From yeah, a friend. From a friend, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, I mean, so Ineos or, or Brailsford's looking at this like, this is his contract here. And you know, he's he's a great Grand Tour winner, but he's unproven. He's he's a Neil Pro, basically. We don't, no one knows. I mean, he's obviously got the skill. But if you, you can't bring three leaders to the Tour, you know, and especially with somebody who's a doubtful, We've never seen him. We've seen him in a helpful role with Wiggins, and how did that turn out? Yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I think sometimes when the the when riders or or uh, sportsmen try, they're on a contract here. Yeah. They try and fish around and see how much their value is outside of their team for bargaining for their team, saying, "Hey, you know, there's a couple options there." Barren, uh, Marita, no, yeah. not, um, McLaren. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, McLaren. Barren, yeah, McLaren. Yeah. Um, which would be funny if he went there because well, somebody, Landa, Landa just <laughs> went there to be yeah. a solo rider. Oh, oh, yeah. Shit, Landa gets kicked <laughs> in the nuts again. Free Landa. So, hey, I'm on my own. Deep that's the big talk because Ellensworth is there, right? <laughs> Ellensworth. Yeah. And that's who he, he started with. So that would be kind of goofy. The only one that would have money would be um, uh, uh, Startup Nation, Israel. Israel. Mm-hmm. The, some of the Nation. teams have been kicked around. NTT, Bahrain Marine, uh, sorry, McLaren, Israel Cycling Academy, um, uh, Movistar, no. which I think would be an absolute train wreck. Of a yeah. No, that, yeah, that would be terrible. Because um, Enrique Moss, is, they just hired him for yeah. the Grand Tours. Yeah, I think it's one of the situations where it's like, I think we're also seeing Ineos look at the long term now, mm-hmm. because how old is Bernal? Like twenty two, twenty three? He'll be twenty three, I think. Yeah, it, yeah. and Chris Froome's thirty four, thirty five. Yeah, like thirty five. You can't lose. Like you absolutely, as someone that young, you cannot lose someone who could win the next. Mm-hmm. Like uh, with a possibility of ten tours, like that's. That's crazy. And Chris Froome, we don't we don't know what he's gonna do. We don't know if he's gonna come back. And somebody who's now thirty five years old, does he have an opportunity? Can he actually do it? You know, and 
there's so many questions up in the air, but I think I don't think any of us can lose someone like Bernal right now. You know what's going to happen. What? He's 34. He's getting a little old, you know. Maybe sent out to pasture. What team's he going to, guys? Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Just go to the old folks' home in the sky and, and but they've been getting Trek's younger. They've been getting they younger. Have, they have, yeah. But they got to balance it out, you know. It's yeah. Kind of, you know, everybody, you know, it's it's like that farm you send your dog to. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, kids. He's happy on the farm. He's happy on the farm. <laughs> Farmer John, he took care of him. Um, I, I think of the list that you put on there, the the one that if he's going to win, I think um, I think NTT because Bjarni yeah. Reese is on fire. Yeah, that guy's ready to roll. He's three years out of directing any part of it. He wants something to happen, and he has love him or or yeah. hate him. He yeah. he mm-hmm. can make things work. So guy knows how to run a bike team. Yeah, and, he does, and it's and, and he's an inspirational and. and uh, Bobby Julik, he's one yep. you know that you interviewed, that he totally admires him. He knows how to get inside individuals' heads, not as a group, but you know. And Bobby Julik had a great little story about when he first came on to CSC and how he he basically was going to quit. Mm-hmm. Bjarni saved him. So yeah, I yeah, I, it would have been a lot more interesting if Chris would have had a, a lead up to this season, you know, to show what kind of fitness he has. But everything is so up in the air that nobody really knows what the hell's going on. Well, you know, Enios has his numbers. Oh, yeah. So oh, that's, shit. Yeah. that's one thing. So if they're not really going, yeah, whatever, Chris, you know, yeah. Well, you're not even, we don't know. Maybe he's close to his numbers or maybe he can't hold his numbers or whatever. We're at an age where that's that's a bargaining chip now. Yeah. God, it's just, it just, I don't know. It, it, for a guy who's Done so much. Uh, love him or hate mm-hmm. Chris Froome. Uh, what the guy has done is Hall of Fame material. Absolutely. And, yeah. and to not give the guy. Uh, but, uh, okay, my brain is bouncing all over the place right now because I'm sitting here thinking about, you got to show Froome the respect, man. That guy built the Sky brand mm-hmm. um, the, of that team. And then you think about it, you're going, well, also, some uh, you know Enios as an as an organization has to keep the ball rolling. They spend way too much money on that team. They have to be able to keep it as a dominant force within the sport, and you have to keep the ball rolling. And if if um, you know the old gray mare isn't going to cut it, you gotta you gotta move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think um, would be Froome's chances on a different team in a tour? Um, Enios is one of those teams that is absolutely dominant in these Grand Tours. And to lose that strength of a squad, um, injury or not, fitness level or not, would a guy of Chris Froome's qualities two years ago still win a tour on a team like NTT or Brian McLaren? Anybody? I think if we're talking about two years ago, Chris Froome, um, I think that he probably could do really well on another team. But unfortunately, it's not two years ago. And this Chris Froome is like is a very different, well, I guess we don't know. But yeah. I feel like he could be a very different Chris Froome than he was two years ago. Um, I think at the moment, I don't know. I, I think it all it really depends on what his, what his teammates can do. Because yeah. um, there is no team like Ineos. I think if, yeah. if, like you said, two years ago Chris Froome, 
Showed Actually, up. three because Garen Thomas was mm-hmm. two years ago. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, th- yeah. well, three years yeah. ago, Chris Froome showed up with a different team. We'd probably be in a in a different situation, but yeah. Yeah, to reiterate what you're saying, uh, the Ineos team is based off of winning the Tour de France. That, that's it. Um, Van Gardenen talked about training with an e-bike, a guy, a pro cyclist on an e-bike, and then going up the hill. And he says... That's the closest thing, what it feels like for me to be on the Ineos train going up a hillside. You can't, you can't mock it. I mean, you can't mimic that with standard riders and stuff. They're trying to get that feel of what it's like in the tour. When, when Ineos puts the hammer down and they're stringing things out, it takes an e-bike, a pro cyclist on an e-bike to mimic that. So you take that away from, from Chris Froome and plus, you look at Ineos, do you think they're going to do <laughs> with the money they're going to allow him yeah. to win? Whatever. Oh. It's not going to happen. Um, but I would, I, I, I put a lot of bank on those people who, who are behind the scenes, like the directors and stuff. That's where I think if anybody could do it, it would be with uh, Bjarni Reese. So. You mentioned knee bike out of spite, didn't you? Because, no. Because I told <laughs> you in a text that I got passed by a woman on an e-bike on a climb this weekend. It was it was honestly one of the more depressing moments of my entire cycling career, because she was was on, it on a strawberry shortcake BMX bike? No, thing? it wasn't that bad. She was <laughs> she was easily, and this is not a judgmental. Well, it's judgmental because I'm guessing, but it's it's not like picking on her. But I'm guessing she was in her late fifties, early sixties. Um, I think she was in jeans. I'm I'm gonna just say that hopefully she was in like yoga pants or something. Flat bar. And she passed me on the Jameson climb. Now, mind you, I had done like 50 miles already mm-hmm. in the high winds and I was cooked. But she passed me and she wasn't even breathing hard. And I just went, shit, I got to get me one of those. <laughs> <laughs> it was really depressing. But that was just my way to segue into the next news story. Because uh, speaking of jokes... Um, I don't know if you guys watched the Michael Jordan documentary recently on ESPN. I myself did not. No. Um, I'm seeing uh, shake of heads from both you guys. I hear it was a pretty epic series. I like um, basketball, but I yeah. just haven't got around to it. Um, but ESPN, with their lack of news right now, is is continu- uh, lack of live sports, is continuing in that vein. And uh, in case you guys didn't know, they got a good 30 for 30 coming up here. A two-part documentary featuring, um, can anybody guess who's going to be the featured star on the next... 30 for 30. We don't mention his name on this. He's going to tell the truth the way he remembers it, <laughs> according to um, uh, a famous cyclist who, I guess we could, even though unofficially he won seven tours. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I found a, an early review online today uh, about the film itself and the two-part film itself. Um, first of all, do you guys have any preconceived expectations of what you think the quality of this program is going to be? Now, personal bias aside, you guys know that I think the guy's, he was a stud bike racer, but he was just a flat out asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, does anybody have any personal opinions on how effective this program is going to be for, for this man to return to, I don't know, whatever he's looking for? I just think we're at the point now where it's like, do we really care anymore? Like, we've heard every single story about it. I like I I think but ESP- people care about Michael Jordan. Well, I think this is a different situation because we are like we're hearing the sto- the same story we've heard about him going through the doping, winning all the races he did. It's like 
I feel like, I don't know, as somebody who's in the world of cycling, I've heard this story a lot (laughs) now. Um, I do think ESPN will probably do a great job with it, of course, because they're ESPN. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I'm at that point where it's just like, I know what he did. He crushed people to get to the top. And do I need to hear it again? Yeah, for me, <laughs> I'm I'm interested just because I'm I think I can't, I can't believe I'm going to see. I'm going to probably watch. I will watch. I, I can't. I like thirty for thirty. I like sports, and I watch yeah. as many. They did uh, slaying the badger. Yeah, um, they did a good job of that, and you know they. I read a little bit of those reviews too, and they're not in an angle where he looks good. I mean, he looks. That's pretty, what this review bad. I have. Yeah. yeah, in my hand it says uh, it's a film about cruelty and secrets. This again from the folks over at Cycling News who do a really good job of covering this stuff. So um, I don't want to, you know, blatantly steal from them. You guys should check out what their what the writing is. It's a film about cruelty and secrets with a streak of cold rage running through it. Book ended by scenes of ranting that guy chilling even to those who knew him for the for most of his adult life um it, it basically says that um he was not very pleased with his portrayal in this <laughs> film <laughs> the only way he would be pleased if he did the production himself that's yeah that, that's yeah. it yeah he's never you know well and here here's the thing i think for those people who don't know or not cyclists that see this um hopefully they'll see cycling is kind of yeah it was corrupt but solar all a lot of sports we had what was her name marion jones or something the sprinter it's oh yeah yeah you know all those but they get swept under the carpet this was a big one Mm -hmm. because hopefully they portray this as the type of man he is not that he's a cyclist but this is the human being that he is yeah um he's a fantastic bike rider and great with strategy and he was driven and he had a shit ass life but that still doesn't still doesn't justify what it is apparently there are some moments that speak of his his relationship with his stepfather who was um physically mentally abusive and things like that and and the guy i i mean again i'm I'm speculating here so i haven't seen it yet neither of a lot of people Mm -hmm. but there's some some comments from the stepfather saying he wouldn't be who he was if it weren't for me and things like that. And it's like, wait, are you taking that's what predators do? Glorified you know, credit yeah, for something yeah. like that. That guy's a bigger piece of shit than him. Yeah. Than mm-hmm. Lance. But yeah, you know, anyway, it, it, we could go deep into the weeds on this, but I, I'll, I'll be curious because I think the Lance haters are going to only, I'm guessing, yeah. are going to say, yep. So he's soldier. an asshole. Yeah. And, and I'm wondering how many, how many Lance lovers are going to like go, well, maybe he was a dick, or this is just, you know, the wrong angle. Fake I mean, news. Did, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not going to so, change anybody's mind. No. Just like, uh, like you know, social media. Yeah. You can say whatever you want. You're not changing anybody's mind. It's, uh, no, it's, so, it's flat out like our current politics, and I yeah. don't want to get into politics on this podcast, but it's the same thing. The the, the supporters are going to continue to support, and the haters are going to continue to hate. And then everybody's going to walk away, and they're going to flip each other off on social media, and then we're all going to just be. I'm yeah. telling you, we don't need this much of a voice, as and as says the guy in a microphone in his basement. But um, <laughs> I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, I've got a lot of news. Next one, um, in case you guys didn't notice, uh, a former guest on the podcast and all around really great, freaking funny guy, Phil Guyman, did a amazing uh, accomplishment a couple weeks ago. Did his Everest challenge. 
um, 29,000 feet of climbing in one straight effort. And he, he broke a world record and did it in under eight hours, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's right around eight. Was it around? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was right around that eight eight mark. And then, um, just unfortunately, two days ago, U.S. mountain bike champion Keegan Swenson takes the challenge from him. Um, in a in a like about, let me see. I have the the document here in front of me. Um, Phil's was seven fifty two twelve, and um, Swenson's was seven forty two, climbing the uh, equivalent of. I almost said Mount St. Helens because it is the actually uh, thirty year, forty year, forty anniversary, 40th anniversary yeah. of Mount St. Helens. I was Helens, a junior in high school. Were you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I I was young. Um, so we're this Everest challenge. Um, first of all, I want I th- I think Phil's a stud, and the, you know this guy, this other guy's a stud, and I think it's pretty brutal. Um, and I can't imagine climbing. For eight hours straight, I just can't imagine. No, um, no. Cav did Cavendish did it online. Yeah, and he it oh. took him over twelve. It'd take me three days. It would. Yeah. <laughs> it would. Um, and and I want to tie that story into another story before we get to the actual topic of the show. Um, a big news thing coming out right now is um, some changes at Strava. Um, big changes at Strava. In terms of Jackson doesn't know. Cool, I scooped no. him. Uh-huh. Um, the 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 segment leaderboards and and route builder will no longer be ab- available for free. Oh. You'll be able to monitor the segment leaderboards, but you won't be able to delve in quite as in depth as you used to be. And route builder no longer available free. Um, with this platform shifting focused to a subscription model that will see future feature development centered on paying users. Strava doesn't make any money right now is what it's sounding like. Um, and I, I, you know, I, I have a whole bunch of details here. You know, they're new, new features. Um, uh, let me see. According to Strava, training-related features. Well, anyway, I could read forever. I, sh- I printed out like eight pages, and I'm not going to read any of them. Um, I actually fell victim and paid for Strava about a year ago because I was trying to do something in particular, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what it was. And I think I paid the sixty bucks. Um, it's a one-year subscription. Yeah, yeah. Um, thoughts on Strava going paid? I think it's a huge bummer because I was a, um, I was a user of the Route Builder um, for free. Yeah, for free. For free. Um, yeah. <laughs> I I use it quite a bit just because it. I live in a place where like. Like most of the time, I live in a place um, where I don't know all the roads and everything, um, so that's what I used it for mainly. And I'm, now I'm kind of bummed it's gone because <laughs> I just kind of got started on it. Um, I knew, however, though that the like the segment competition, I knew that that was that I couldn't ha- really have access to until I looked at it afterwards. Um, I get that they need to make money; like it's a business, of yeah, course. It is, yeah. um, it's a bummer though, because as someone who doesn't really make a lot, a lot of money, I. Uh, don't know if I can pay for the full subscription right now. So it's kind of a bummer because I know a lot of people that do use it just to like log activities. But yeah, sometimes like personally, I, I want to like engage in the segments and stuff like that when I'm doing specific climbs around town. So it's a bummer, but I also completely understand where they're coming from. Yeah, it's kind of like I think Strava has been a podcast for 
you know, when their existence, not making yeah. any money. So yeah. they have to do something. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the pack filler is going subscription service only here shortly. <laughs> we'll be closing in a month. <laughs> so it, my take on it is, uh, you know, I I think that I've been a member since 2011 and, and done the free. Free, yeah. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't track my watts. I don't do... So for me, it has like little to no effect to me. Um, on the KOM thing, you, you're only going to be able to see the top ten, not yours, compared to anybody else or all that. But that's never been my my deal. So, um, so it, it's not it's not a big deal to me. I mean, I can look at you know the names up in the top ten, and I know especially in Spokane area, I can look at those, and if I'm two minutes behind. So and so, I'm thinking. Well, that's about as good as I can go. You know, yeah. I don't care mm-hmm. if I'm 832nd out of 2,000 people. I don't. I don't care. So it doesn't affect me. But you. So you'll be able to still see your time on that specific. You can set. see your time. Mm-hmm. You will see who the top ten, 10 only. are, and that's it. And then you're gonna see how far off you are. That bums me out. Even though I am paying, because I actually do look when I get home from a ride. I'm going. Who do I know and, you know, yeah, how yeah. far are they mm-hmm. and, you know, and how how many have done it this year? How many did it today? You know, I, I don't give a shit in the grand scheme of things, but I like to, you know, it's kind of interesting after a ride to go, oh, hey, I know that guy and I was four minutes behind him. Or, mm-hmm. oh, hey, I know that guy and I beat him. Woo! I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to rub it in his face next week. Or I must confess I use that too, but yeah. it's not not the primary thing. I mean, it's like, especially like CP or you or something like that. And I see you got your PR and I'm thinking, what's my PR? You know? Yeah. When you scroll down and you know, you, you might've been like 85th and and then I look and it's like, I don't see my name and then I'm 97th or something like that on the segment. And so the next time I go out and I smash it. So I'm ahead of your dad. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which he is on every fucking segment in the city. Um, I will say that, uh, well, CP's really are, aggressive about yeah. that one too if, i think he's a pair. CP, i think he's a he's a pair his yeah, yeah. he's he's not gonna lose that <laughs> um <laughs> he's an engineer he needs his numbers he needs the stats <laughs> yeah. man yeah um i i equate it to um something that i'm gonna completely lose my son on this topic um once upon a time we were able to get music for free on the internet of, of, a, of a software program called napster basically it, Napster was a file sharing system. Um, so, by the way, I open the door if it's too cold. You guys can close it, but I was That's burning right, I, up. I got my switch Okay. Hmm. Um, uh, Napster was, we were able to go in, you'd type in a song, and somebody else on a computer somewhere else in the world would have it, and you would just download it straight from them. Cool idea, right? Mm-hmm. But the music industry got a little pissed off because basically everybody's sharing music. You know, it was yeah. the world's biggest mixtape. And so um, I remember when they first started all these lawsuits and everybody got all pissed off. And then all of a sudden they said, okay, we're going to create these paying subscription music programs such as, oh, I don't know, iTunes, such as Spotify, such as I had one called Rhapsody back in the day. I still remember that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, And we'd pay $10 a month or $5 a month or whatever it was for the ability to hold all this music. And you had to plug in your iPod every 30 days to reconnect to the internet and it would renew your subscription for these songs. I'm going far into too much detail, but we were all pissed off. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we weren't pissed off. We paid for the right to listen to our music. And I'm wondering if we're going to just, because, oh, damn it, now i got to pay for the privilege to 
make fun of my friends. <laughs> Um, if, if we're just going to say, ah, screw it, you know, what's 60 bucks a year? It's, you know, five bucks a month. Shit. Maybe I should just shut up and pay for the, pay for the, the Strava. So. I yeah. I think it, it, it really does boil down to what do you use it for, you know, to irritate and, and, you know, yeah. thwart your friends. Is it yeah. worth 60 bucks? And the people who so. say they just use it for their own personal betterment are, are lying. Me? You're saying I am? No, I'm just saying it across the board. <laughs> You're lying because you have you have so many you are you were the king of the segments around here for a long no, time. No. Well, yeah, because there's only about like 20 people on it, and then yeah. the real writers found out about it and crushed me. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> now so, I'm not even like I'm sure in the top 20 in any of those. So one of the things I wanted to kind of lead into, and something that was I thought would be kind of fun to talk about, and I always run into it um, usually around getting pretty close to this time of year is um is maintaining motivation i i don't know why i always find my ability to just go winter yes early spring yes summer man <laughs> fuck it i'm not gonna get any faster my days are over i hate the sport um with no real methods to test our fitness in in terms of racing or or something to train for a race a fondo or whatever it is or or group rides to participate in are there any set challenges such as this everesting thing which just absolutely looks insane that any of you guys would ever think of or are thinking of to keep yourselves going a lot can happen in the next 3 years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Like, like, uh, am I looking for a specific objective to well, reach? Well, yeah, here, um, I, for example, I have, you know, I, I downloaded the data from this Everesting challenge and the requirements it takes. Um, I'm not doing that, but, um, you know, <laughs> s- such as that or, a, or a set training program that you have, you design for yourself or you have a coach design for you, um, a work on a weakness time. Some of these challenges like a core challenge or mental, uh, mental strength challenges, um, Strava has distance challenges for a month. Try to get in specific amount of time or hours. Um, top of specific Strava PR, or for example, something I'm thinking about, specific weight loss or something like that. Are there any of those types of things that you guys would consider to keep you going, Paul? I know you do it for the love of the sport, but is there? Do you find yourselves kind of drifting off with the with the job, with the the life stresses and things like that, and you need to find something to keep you going? Yeah, to me, it's the race calendar is what keeps me going. Yeah, not that I, you know, 
things come up in life, you know, may block me from being doing some of the races that I shoot for. But as as long as there's a calendar and something to shoot for, then then the passion is there. So last month when this all started and everything was, no one knew what was going to happen if there was going to be any. I I really did lose as much as I try to, you know, use all the tactics, anything to 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 motivate myself to get on the bike. It wasn't there. So for me, it's always been a race calendar. The challenges, like I know that Strava's done a good job, like, you know, so many miles. And and, and a lot of people do respond to that. That's never been my drive. Never. Yeah. yeah. To meet challenges because all my life I've always fallen short on any challenge. So, you know, <laughs> what the hell? why would I do it again? It's like running into a brick wall, you know. So... Yeah, it's just race calendar. I love racing. I I really do. And so as I get older, even if I get blown out the back, it's still just a kick-ass time. Well, let's remember last show what we all agreed yep. to. And yeah. my wife is free that weekend, and she's up for it. So, well, have you talked to your wife? Golly, <laughs> yeah. Did it's I all. talk to Mich- Did I talk to my wife, Jackson? <clears throat> yep. You did. And what <laughs> what did she say? She was. She said, "Yeah, let's yeah. do it. That'd be fun." So the girls can sit around in Leavenworth and... Okay, remind me of the dates that I might have drunkenly agreed to. 15th and 16th of August, I okay. believe. That's whatever that Saturday is. I'm sure that's what it is. And I'm a college student. I don't have to ever go to class. <laughs> it's and all online anyway. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Just <laughs> So I'll, I'll double check, but I, I'm pretty sure that's when Tour de Bloom is. So you, you talk about the calendar. What is the guarantee? Are you just going off a of blind hope that there will be a calendar? Yeah, why not? Yeah. That's what's going to keep me riding, yeah. right? I'm, I'm shooting for a target. And if it gets blown out of the water, it's like, well, shit, at least I'm in shape. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's how to go about it. I like that. So. I like that a lot. <clears throat> Jackson? I don't know what it is, but like over the past two years, it's been something where I have just like every single day, I've wanted, like I've had this weird feeling... You know, like right before Christmas, where you get that really excited feeling in his mm-hmm, chest. Mm-hmm. That's how I have gotten like every. I'm, a, I'm adult. All I get is fucking socks. Sometimes you get cool socks, <laughs> <laughs> but like that's how I've been feeling lately, and I don't really know where it stems from. Because um, like every single day, I'll wake up and I'll be like, I'll have that kind of loss of breath, fluttering, yeah, yeah a little flutter in my in my chest, and be like, Oh, I want to go, I want to go, I want to go. I could just be because I'm young it's, and. Don't you want to ride, you want to ride, oh. you want to ride. Yeah. I'm old and I get that. Yeah. So I understand. Yeah. I don't, so like that's just something I get. Um, I think what I want to do is um, I looked at my FTP today on Strava and it was 222 and I want to try and get it to 300. Your, your FTP is higher than that. Well, anyways, that's what it says for Strava. Yeah. I mean, not for Strava, for uh, for Zwift. Oh, okay. And, Have you uh, done a test? I haven't done a full test, but it's oh. it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna try. You might want to film that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. What I was, I'm gonna put you on the Sufferfest one. Yeah. Because what I was thinking about doing was every oh, single Monday for the God, next. So much. How many weeks to do? How many weeks do we want to do? Six weeks. Well, I'm thinking of a six week challenge. That, that, by mm-hmm. the way, that, I'm just throwing this at Paul right now. I was gonna segue into it, but you beat me perfectly yeah. to it. No, that was a good thing. That was Bearing a good the thing. Lead. Um, is that um, that we uh, the three of us? And I, I I'm not gonna give you much time to think about it. Oh, I, I come up not. with a um, six to eight week challenge objective it could be a higher ftp it could be um you know a, a mileage. specific mileage it could be anything that uh you set for yourself 
for example, I will throw myself right out there right now. Oh, Jesus. I hope I don't fuck myself over on this one. But um, <laughs> I am going to um, focus more on a specific program. I, I find myself better when I know what my... I'm going to do cycling-specific workouts rather than just riding so much, you know, and things like that. Um, and I, I plan to lose 10 pounds by my birthday. Cool. Which is July 13th. I'm saying this on the podcast right now. And, and if you've never seen me, I don't think I'm a gigantic, you know, obese guy. But but I I, I, I think 10 pounds on the bike would increase my power to weight ratio oh, insanely yeah. better. And it's going to be basically... Um, diet and 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 consistency in the efforts so and if i don't do that i have to in this length of this show come up oh. with a punishment for myself oh, so man. i think the first one that popped into my head and i can't believe i'm saying this on the microphone i really want to hit mute i think my punishment would be to um uh either either what do you think's worse mouse bucan or step toe Mount Spokane's way, way worse. Dude, Mount Spokane twice in one day. Ooh. Yeah. If That's I don't a punishment. Hit, if I don't hit 10 pounds of loss by July 13th, and, I'm gonna, and you, I'm going to throw the you guys, you guys are going to have to monitor me because I'll tell you my weight off air. Because I don't want the <laughs> listeners to know my weight. Um, but I'll tell you guys my weight, and if I don't hit it by July 13th, I will have to do Mount Spokane twice in one day. Huh. So, Jackson, you were meant. So I interrupted you. Oh yeah, um, but I think because so I as I take a sip of beer. Fuck. <laughs> 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 so I'm thinking about it right now. So starting tomorrow. So tomorrow morning. Okay. I will. I will. I'm. I'm putting myself through this right now. Um. I will take an FTP test to see what it is. Two wow. of you are right here right wow. now. The Sufferfest one. Whichever one. Videotaping that—that that is going to be. And then, for, oh, it hurts so much. So we're doing six weeks. Yeah. Okay. So well, I have to look at my calendar, but yeah. Anyways, uh, how, like gonna... wherever till your birthday is, yeah. um, I'll do I'll do one, and we'll try and get it on video, or I'll try and get it on video. I'll try and do one every single Monday to see if I can raise it. I want to go from. What? Oh, it's like nine weeks. It's long. It's a, it. No, it's it's eight weeks. It's, okay. It's a wise out. So well, then for eight weeks, so I'll do one every single Monday. To a test? Yeah, I'll do a test or every other. Oh, no, you don't want to do that. Every other week. Off. Every other week. Every other week. How about that? I don't know. I'll say every other week. That's what I feel. Oh, dude. I've, okay. Let's do your first test tomorrow, and then you can decide the, <laughs> the, the length. How about, how about set a goal? Whatever your FTP yeah. is on your first test, you want to do like a percentage. What would what, be a good percentage? What 10%? Did, what did... Um, the guys from GCN pull off when they did like an eight week challenge. Yeah, uh, like Daniel Lloyd did Daniel one Lloyd with, did, with yeah. Sufferfest. I think he went for like a fifteen percent or, mm-hmm. or or higher increase. Do some in research, FTP. but I like I like yeah. your idea. Yeah. And and just aim for increasing your your FTP, FTP by whatever yeah. realistic yeah. realistic thing. Yeah. Because twenty percent kind of a thing like that over eight weeks. You do an FTP test, you're thinking there's no way I'm going to increase because that is as deep as I've ever gone in my life. They're horrible. Yeah. And then you yeah. start training, and the next thing you know, y- you feel exactly the same, but yeah. you increased it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't get – well, that was Le Mans. It never gets yeah. easier. You, you just, just get go faster. faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But honestly, I think an FTP <clears throat> test every week would break your soul. Yeah, you might – 
you might not like bicycling. You would rather have <laughs> you would rather have COVID uh, and be left out in the streets naked to suffer through it with a hot mm-hmm. hot red poker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what would be interesting is you do one this week, yeah, and then you do one when it's all over, and yep. because that would give the suspense for all of us to go, did he make it? Yeah. Do you have a okay? So you have okay. So I'll we FTP this week. Yeah. We do an FTP when it's over, and we go for a specific raise in the percentage, and then you have to decide on a punishment for yourself. Okay, I'll get thinking about it. Oh, and you got to come up with one today. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Because I, I just said I'm going to do fucking Mount Spokane twice. Yeah, in one day. That would be That's mine. Whatever I, I got to determine what mine is. Yeah. I think consistency is my worst, worst enemy. So I'll have to say, you know, I made a I made a quote and and when the diva was on, I said that I wanted to ride every <laughs> Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And he's he mentions what why the stringent uh, you know, uh schedule there. Yeah. And is your wife German? That was the big joke. <laughs> so yes yeah, she is, and, and I think that's what I'm gonna do. And so I really hate my Mount Spokane. It hates me. Oh God! So I will. If you don't make it, I'll write it solo twice. You'll do it too. Yeah, I'll if do you it because that is like so torture. You, is yours? I think you're going to say you're going to ride Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, four Sundays, days a week and, at least minimum. Out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's going to be a challenge. That because could be a. That could be a. You should. Um, because what happens if there's all of a sudden a week and you do three and then you're immediately out of it? It's like oh okay. shit. You know, like this week, it, it, you know, you can't go out and Well ride. done. Uh, uh, now, here's here's one for, for you, uh-huh. Mr. Ma- Mr. Racer, Mr. Man. <laughs> I'm moving my wheelchair a little closer to the mic. <laughs> I'm excited. I now. got a feeling anytime there's a contest in this stupid show, <laughs> I'm on the shit I, end of the I stick. Know. But we're, you all, know? we're all taking our own punishments here. So um, I would be willing to extend yours out a little bit and say... Is there a dream placing you'd like to have happen on August 15th and 16th of 2020 should a race happen? Let's because we don't know the numbers. Yeah. So I I need to be in the top 10%. How about that? Top 10 overall. Yeah, because if there's Percent. 100, then I'm really screwed because I'm going to work my ass off. But yeah. if there's 10, then I'm screwed still. I guess 10 top 10%. Yeah. Top 10% overall. Yeah. In your in well, your no, no. Let me back that up. Let's go twenty. <laughs> I started doing the math in my head. It's like, oh shit! So there's twenty riders. I'd have to be second. If there are a hundred, you'd have to be ten. 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 Top ten. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say twenty. Okay. So, so if there's twenty, then fourth place. Yeah. Twenty fourth place. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You should just say I'll do Mouse Buchan twice, Jackson. Just we should just make that the blanket punishment. See, I was gonna say because I've made Paul do so many, like. <laughs> So many wow. punishments. We should, his his time, grin when he said that was like from <laughs> ear to ear. Because I was thinking at the time, if it doesn't happen for me, he could decide whatever I do because I'm now of proper age to. Oh. oh. Is there a s- can of steel coming out? <laughs> that fucking malt liquor from hell. He hasn't developed the taste yet, so I don't know if you. He'd probably be like, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, hey, hey, yeah. This is drink, all right. Drink two of them. Yeah. Can I wash it down with this uh, spiked uh, root beer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, 
<laughs> what was our loser in the taste test? What was the worst hammer? It was probably one of the hammers. No offense to hammer. I love mm. hammer, but there was one of the taste oh, tests that you didn't mm. like. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. He's got to mix that in with the malt liquor. <laughs> <laughs> in his water bottle, up Mount Spokane twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell hath no fury like a true revenge. So, um, so top 20, we're going to let Paul 20% go out. Of, the, of the finisher. Uh, well, 20. Yeah. Place the top uh, 20% of the f- top finish here. I'll let you so. go out of ways. We'll, I'll allow you the opportunity to extend that out because that'll yeah. give you the motivation to keep, yeah, keep yeah. training and four times a week. But that in order to get there, you got to ride four times yeah, yeah, a week. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's like a preliminary yeah. goal to the maximum goal. Yeah. Yours was an FTP increase mm-hmm. of, I would, I would probably strive for 15, 20% maybe. Okay. And if yeah. you, cr- well, we should make it hard though. So, you know, like 30%. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Let's find out what yours is now, and then just do the numbers. And then we'll go from what's, there. What's the? Uh, you could probably contact um, from Sufferfest. Dave what's his name? Yeah, Dave. Yeah. yeah, and see what he thinks is realistic. Yeah, get his numbers and see what he thinks realistic yeah. to increase. Yeah, yeah. Or we could look over the Lloyd challenge with Daniel. Lloyd Whatever's did. realistic, and then extend it five percent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Because that was, I think, it, that was an eight-week challenge. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, mine. Well, then he could fit right in there eight weeks before your birthday, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to wait till August to figure out whether I fuck up or not. Yeah. There's there's a good potential chance that we should all have GoPros going up and down <laughs> Mount Spokane. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And it, a camera crew be, waiting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'll make sure I get a big bowl of oatmeal and toss it up yeah, on the top of it. I've been trying to lose 10 pounds for about... 20 years so you know we're gonna have to see it's gonna require a little bit of discipline on my part in terms of consistent training i'm gonna have to I'm, i like you i'm gonna have to get out there probably at least four to five times a week you know i mm-hmm. and and it's i just get in a mental funk some days and i'm just like going ah, i don't want to go today i i got too much to do i'm doing air quotes in in the air <laughs> Or something like that, or it's raining, or or something like that. You know, I just become a little baby, and um, I, I I fade off. And so um, I think this was just a gigantic ploy to get you guys to keep me going, because I am. What's well, keeping me going? Yeah, yeah. I I honestly, Jackson and I went out and did just kind of a, a not a super big ride the other day, but I PR'd like four climbs. Yeah, on that day, and I just went. I'm pring climbs in May, and I'm on track to a potentially good thing. Um, Pat, don't screw this up. You know, keep going, and and I'm sure a lot of a lot of you guys listening are are probably thinking the same way. It's like God, there are no races. There's nothing going on. Um, so yeah, you know. You know, hell, you know what? Send your challenges. Oh, there you go. Send your challenges, and if yeah. and if you uh, and if you achieve them, you can laugh at us. And if you don't achieve them, we'll we'll figure out what the elevation of Mount Spokane twice is, and everybody has to do that. That's our mini Everest challenge. Yeah, there we go. Yep. Wow, I just came up with that right now. Beautiful. Pretty pretty yeah. impressive, right? So, um, as uh, before, we we kind of start to wind down, and I do have I don't have trivia tonight, but I do have I do have a thirteen because we we oh, you know man. we gotta have, we gotta continue with the thirteen. Mm-hmm. But before we get there, and this is kind of leading into our new partnership with uh, our our friends over at Manscaped, and I, I think I've kind of teased that before here and things like that. Um, 
I do want to. I do want to ask, and I'm throwing you guys completely. I'm throwing this at you guys right now. Um, <laughs> We're both Jackson like, and I are like, oh shit, here it comes. Drop trout, Jackson. Right. I want to see what yeah. they look like. <laughs> no, um. We're measuring your bush. <laughs> the contest is who can carve with the manscaping kit. <laughs> A Batman figure. <laughs> Whoever loses has to ride We will post it and you vote. <laughs> By the way, I work in a school. Please don't tell anyone. Um, no, um, I just want to kind of ask about, um, I thought it'd be kind of fun to ask about, um, it's because in case, you know, clue phone, you didn't know, we, we cyclists tend to have some very specific grooming habits. And um, in terms of leg care, and things like that. For, I'd like to start out with just just out of curiosity, asking you guys how often you, you you take care of the legs, you shave the legs. This is an everyday thing. Are you guys that high maintenance, or is it like, oh shit, I tore the sheets, I better shave my <laughs> legs? Um, per- personally, I'm a two a week kind of person. Two times a week. Yep. You're better than I am. Well, Mister Bluebird, a beard, bluebeard. <laughs> <laughs> you probably shaved this morning. It's like you got a five o'clock shadow. I sh- dude, I shaved two hours ago. Yeah, yeah, and it took me a whole I year. I shaved to grow three a days ago. You shaved three I'm days. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> I shaved. This I am virtually I, hairless. I shaved so at four thirty this afternoon, and it is six fifty-five right now. You can see my legs. Of course, this is yeah. a podcast, so no one yeah. sees it. That's that's a week ago. Really? So I don't have to. But Fuck. as 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 an old crusty old bastard, the fifteen hairs on my chest <laughs> that I've possessed for the last twenty years have gone from like a half inch to this like gnarly seven inch long thing that sneaks out <laughs> of my shirt, like tickles oh, my nose. I'm like, what the fuck is? <laughs> and there's only like fifteen. Which one of those fifteen? So you know, that's to me. I'm looking forward to this little kit. Yeah, and, and you know, and same with my eyebrows. All of a sudden, I'm sitting there looking. It's like curb feelers. Like you know, they stick out. <laughs> oh, I'm getting close to the wall. I can feel it coming off my eyebrow. There, it's touching. Yeah, you know, shoveling snow, and I've got Renee goes. You got snow on top of your eyebrow. What the hell is this? Where Where did this come from? And today, in fact, I'm sitting here and I'm driving. I and I look behind my mirror. I'm changing lanes, and I'm like, fuck. It. What is that? I could see in my ear. There's this hair about an inch <laughs> off my ear. <laughs> Fucking getting old. <laughs> you scratch it. It's like, whoa. Curb feelers. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, I have to. I, I, in case you guys didn't know, my arms, I, I create. I, 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 I got a bumper crop. On my arms. <laughs> and I have to. These are trimmed right now. These are, these are you clean. You trim up. your yeah, I have to. Wow, I have to. Yeah, well, look at those knuckles. Do you drag them too? <laughs> I'm Some, sorry. Sometimes, <laughs> when me get really mad. Um, no, yeah, my knuckles need a little work. Um, <laughs> uh, not the knuckles. In between the knuckles, right? Right, right. It's not the right, knuckles right. themselves. You know, mm-hmm. let's, let's give the listener a little bit better <laughs> image of that. But I, I do have to trim my arms, and um, I do have to trim my my torso. I do both of those, so. The listeners are probably laughing at me right now, going, "You vain fuck!" But um, I, I have to because it's just it's gross, and and so um, I find it funny that here we are laughing about the fact that I trim my arms, 
but all three of us sitting at this console slash bar have smooth legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, why are we under this bizarre understanding that you need to tra- shave this, but never this? Oh, ballpoint. Yo, yo, youth. Go uh, ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really interesting because it's like I am someone who has a beard and trims it like a lot uh yeah. just to keep it in a specific way and it is kind of interesting how it's like i i don't know it's it's a weird it's an interesting question just because it's um we care for specific things and then we don't care for spe- for others i think um i think it kind of is up to the person you know um if you or their significant other exactly. uh, that's why yeah yeah but I mean, if you want to trim, shave, do whatever to anything, you know. Why do cyclists shave their legs, Paul? Um, I used to get a lot of massages, and I'm going to get back okay. into it. And if you have hair in your legs, even though the little hair that I do have, um, it's not very comfortable every once in a while. And I used to find the pa- pavement a lot, yeah. and the hair does create like bacteria. But it doesn't make you faster. It's have you... Have you ever crashed and injured your arms? Uh, yeah. Why don't we shave our arms then? Well, I'll show you my arms. <laughs> <laughs> I never shave my arms. Oh, yeah. They, they, they're getting long because I'm old, but, you know, they're blonde and <laughs> there's like about, what, 16, 17 on my arm here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not hairy. I but, just don't, I don't, but they're, yeah. they're long now, which is bad, you know. I remember Eddie B., himself looked at me once and he said bet you need shave your arms <laughs> he didn't say much to me and it always started with p-e-t um bit bit shave your arm pit stop crying um and and he told me i should shave my arms and and you know i don't know if it was for aerodynamics or what the purpose was at the time but i i never shaved was he my gagging arms. when you did that pet shave your shave your arms Oh, good God. Good God. <laughs> it's getting in your food. Oh. <laughs> but no. Well, I'm, I, the first time I saw somebody shave their arms was when we had the 88 Olympic trials. It might have been 87. Um, uh, we had Washington Trust Classic. And uh, the team I rode for had this big press conference with uh, – Norm Alvis and yeah. uh, John Fry and stuff like that. And I remember looking over at Norm Alvis, who's a fantastic. Same with John Fry. Great They're 10-speed ten ten yeah. uh, drive team. Yeah. And I'm looking over, and their arms are, like, glistening like their legs. I'm like, what What the hell is that? And, yeah, they, they shaved their arms back then. Yeah. I don't need to get personal because I already have. But <laughs> I don't know when to stop because mine will go up almost to the shoulder height. Well, that's that's when the significant other comes to play because you don't see it with a roll of duct tape and just <laughs> see ah! it. in the middle of the night. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I'm tired of looking at that. You fucking hate it. <laughs> Took off two layers of skin, honey. So you never know real embarrassment. I figured this out the tough way <laughs> until you go to a theater conference. I'm starting it off wrong. Yeah. You tell you yeah. go to a theater conference with a bunch of your high school or college friends, and then they're like, "Hey, let's all get a tattoo." And I'm like, "You know what the hell? Let's get a tattoo." So I get a bike on my back, on my left, uh, shoulder my blade. shoulder blade. Yeah. I haven't seen that. It's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um, 
But uh, yeah, and then he pulls out a razor to shave the few hairs I have on my back. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, my girlfriend hates these. And I was like, huh, just do the yeah, damn yeah. Do it. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not here to be shamed, hair yeah. shamed. I'm, I guarantee the guy would probably look at me and go, whoa. <laughs> you got to come back later. Yeah, yeah. You got to do this yourself. I'm going to charge extra. I got some hydrochloric acid I can (laughs) 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 clean that surface. Um, But then there's this stigma about it. You know, we've all got these clean legs and um, some of our significant others start off fairly opposed to it. And then I don't know about your significant others, but if I were to let my legs go to full hair now, that would be more offensive than if I were to probably... Shit on the curtains. <laughs> what? I think you, you could probably that? say that. Where'd that come from? I don't know. <laughs> Popped into my head. Well, one day. I've been thinking yeah. about it. I've been I'm thinking, thinking about it. Is this an experience? <laughs> there's, these, there's these ones that I really don't like. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get new curtains. They got shit on them. <laughs> Who knows how they got there? Did you shit standing up? Nope. Nope. The dog. Damn dog. No, I actually took them down. Shit on them. Then I hung them back up. <laughs> God, they stink. <laughs> but, I, I mean, are your significant others fully on board to the leg shave forever? Jackson uh, especially. Yeah, I think mine has mainly just been like, it'd be weird if you had leg hair again. Yeah. It's not like she'd be offended. She'd just be like, wow, that's really weird to see. Yeah. That, that'd be the mo- That'd be the biggest response, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It- I've got a story behind that. So Thank God. when I dated, <laughs> no, I mean in a good way. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> I've been known to be long-winded. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, so when I started dating my wife, of course, I'm in the middle of cycling. It's 1994, and I'm full gas. And uh, she looked at my legs like this is weird. Um, and then we were at a family gathering, and my dad and my my two other brothers and I are standing by this poolside and she confessed later that night going, I'm looking at their legs like, God, what's so disgusting about their legs? They had hair on them. She got totally normal to that whole idea. But the first time we cuddled up next to each other and I had shaved legs, it kind of freaked her out. It's a little sandpaper. It was no stubble. It's freshly shaved. It's just like, wow, what? used to anyway jack broadhead who should be here always used to have a rule when we were juniors he says okay the hair starts to grow out straight right straight out Uh and that's that's okay he says as soon as the hair starts to bend (laughs) that's when you have to shave that's as long as you have until you have to shave (laughs) jack was weird um (laughs) but no i agree with him i I certainly do agree with him and then then for example on a tv show that i hate those air monday nights that my wife and my son are absolutely robotic about um with a bunch of young people trying to find love um Uh is on and you look at every single guy on that show not a single and they're oiled up of hair on their upper (laughs) bodies and they're they're supposed to be quote normal guys unquote um, yet their legs are hairy. I just was like, God, you guys have it upside down, bro. So coming I, from a hairy man, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, you know that wasn't intended as a as a twenty minute um, 
promotion for our, our new <laughs> it, swear to god it wasn't yeah. because i was actually i was looking at this stuff and i was going you know we we received we're we're, we're partnering up with uh with manscaped.com uh, here and we're going to we're going to try something out and see how it works and I, I, we got some of their equipment the other day, and Paul just got his today, and we're all trying things out, and we're going to see how they work and, you know, give you our honest opinions on things. And I thought, what a more interesting group to dial this into than cyclists who are very, first of all, image conscious and oriented. I know there are a lot of gravel and mountain bike guys out there going, shave your legs, fuck that. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's where I put my cigarette out. Um <laughs> But uh, but we're we're you know we're gonna we're gonna try some of this stuff out and see how it works and and some of the products that they offer and things like that, and I think it'll be kind of interesting. So um, I, I'm I'm gonna throw this out there if you guys want, and I'm not supposed to even mention much of the sponsorship right now. But if you go on over to manscaped.com, use the promo code PFP as in Pack Filler Podcast, and you can uh, you can you can try out that stuff. You get a twenty percent discount, so not oh. a bad deal there. So can yeah. I take advantage of that? Yeah. All right. If you want to. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, <laughs> gentlemen, before we before we sign out of here, we got to do a 13. All right. All right. As you guys might recall, the last greatest of all time, which is, I think, was Michael Jordan, because they called that, I guess they called that him the GOAT. A lot of people are calling him the GOAT. Yeah, which I think is it's completely different in the world of theater where I call it goals, obstacles, tactics, and expectations. But sorry, I nerded out there. Um, <laughs> our last was um, dealing with the greatest of all time, and we dealt with the greatest mechanical fuck-up. And this time, for the greatest of all time, I'm throwing you guys under the bus again where you have to come up with the story immediately. No points rewarded, just entertainment purposes only. Today's story must be the greatest band to listen to while riding from your past. From your past. I know, Jackson, it's a very limited time span. But who did you listen to, <laughs> sing along to, or get stuck on while riding, but in a good way? Jackson's picking up his phone. Um, I will give you an example while you think. For example, in the 80s, when I lived at the Olympic Training Center, I was an Australian music junkie. I listened to Midnight Oil, and I was very, very much into In Excess. I, 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 I would take, and I know we're not supposed to do this now, but I did. I would take like super long rides. I'd take four or five cassettes in one pocket, and my Walkman in the other pocket. Walkman was <laughs> these things that you. I'm looking at Jackson. I like that. Yeah, little tape players, and you'd have to flip the cassette because I was too cheap to buy an Auto Reverse Walkman or something like that. And I listened to NXS constantly. And they were the band that I remember. I think of Colorado Springs. I think of living at that goofy dorm. I think of the uh, team handball players who stole our furniture from the TV room. Um, I think of all the fun adventures from those times, and immediately In Excess comes to mind. And sometimes I still can hear their songs on a ride while I'm riding. Um, last weekend I had a a Matt Nathanson song in my head, which was not an up-tempo song, and I, I, it drove me crazy because it was slow. And I'm going, I need more energy! So <laughs> those were those were the bands that I was really into at the time, and those just kind of kept me going, and it wasn't the John Tesh soundtrack, so I was really happy about that <laughs> one. So I don't know if anybody has a band or a song or something like that that really kind of gets you going or kind of can take you through a ride or reminds you of something in particular, just... I don't know. I just wanted to kind of share a musical taste moment. Yeah, I 
you know, this is weird. Alex House brought it up. Um, yeah. But uh, I also agree with him when he said that the Black Keys were a really great, um, really great br- band to listen to because I, they, guitar driven, a lot of good punchy stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, from them that I always really like to listen to. Is there anything? Okay, so it's just the tempo and the energy or things like that? Yeah, I'm really like. I'm really a fan of that kind of distorted guitar noise. Yeah. I really like that. Um, so whenever they use that, which I'm pretty sure they always do in like every one of their songs, um, yeah. that's what to I... To a band, they're not much... They can... They're good. Yeah. But yeah. they it can't... I mean, they, yeah. they're limited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With a to a band. So. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I they're miss, good, though. I miss the word band. I really do miss the word What do they band. call them? Groups now? No. I, what do the kids it's call all, them now, it's Jackson? It's all artists now. It's oh, all artists. just single oh, okay. people who don't write their own shit. Yeah. You know, and have these, done by a computer. these great voices, <clears throat> these absolutely amazing voices, but they don't sound like R.E.M. with Michael Stipe. Michael Stipe didn't have a brilliant voice, but he sounded unique. Mm-hmm. And they were a band. They were, mm-hmm. oh, sorry. Man, my day. <laughs> Fuckers wrote their own shit. <laughs> So, uh, and you can't, because it became taboo now, Jackson, you don't listen to music while you ride. I don't, because I don't want, I don't know, especially living in like a, like a big metropolitan city like Portland. I don't know, like they give you space, but like, I still want to know when a car's there. Um, So I don't, I only do on the trainer. That's it. Yeah. Well, what came to mind when (laughs) you were talking was incident, like my very first bike race. And your sister was there. And I, I think I explained one one time before. I was like nervous <laughs> as shit. I it was a time trial by the bull and pitcher. It was a ten mile out and well, it's two turnaround thing. And I hate sticks after Tommy Shaw took over as the lead guitarist. <laughs> I like you know See, Equinox. I, I always and thought and two. I always thought Tommy Shaw was a part of He's the band talented. From day one. No, no. So Equinox, I, I can't remember what his with name Paradise is. Paradise Theater. So. Oh wow, well, fuck, yeah. man! Tonight, tonight <laughs> will make history. Laura, Laura that was before Thomas Shaw. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, so anyway, I hate, especially Grand <laughs> Illusion. That's that album was like shit, and all my buddies <laughs> were into it in high school. So I'm doing my first bike race. Obviously, no, you know, century uh, shut down, and. I have no water. I'm riding <clears throat> because I'm stupid, young, and I forgot to fill up my water bottle. Um, Calvin Jones from Park Park Tools. Park Tool, our old yeah, coach he, at the yeah. time. Yeah, my old He's coach. sitting there rubbing his chest. Hey, newbie. He's rubbing his <laughs> chest. You might want to. I took my toe strap back in the day, and you never tucked him in the second little. But yeah, I did no, because yeah. I didn't know, you know. Because and if he's did, like it, it kept it in position. Yeah, yeah, you're a track rider if you did that, yeah. right? Yeah. That's what they did. Yeah. So anyway, also, he's like didn't helping wear me socks. out. They yeah. were animals. And yeah. then yeah. then he goes, "You might want to get rid of your spoke protector." I didn't even know what that was until I f- figured out later. <laughs> <laughs> spoke protector. So it's my first race time trial. I take off, and I am so nervous. I'm cotton. I got cotton mouth, and it runs right next to. This is in July. I still have the ribbon. That's the only thing I. You all your medals here. There's only one thing I kept is my very that first really? race. Oh, God. I got second place in the time trial. What? But it was C group, you know. <laughs> but anyway, I take off and I'm like, fuck, I'm thirsty. I remember reaching down and I've got nothing. I'm like, wow, I just need water. And one song comes in my head, Come Sail Away. Oh, God. 
Come sail away. Yeah. Come yeah. sail away. The song and that I Eric Cartman it. can't get through. For, he has to sing. And it's three-quarter time, so it's not even rhythmic. <laughs> it doesn't even help me. And I'm I'm seriously I'm suffering. Sailing away. <laughs> Yeah, can you imagine riding a time trial with that in your fucking head? It's even better when your dad sings it. That's how bad it I was. I thought that they were angels. Up yeah. to my surprise, they gathered in their starship and headed, headed towards, towards the, the skies. And, and this, and I'm dying of thirst. I'm got caught sat mouth. down I'm, at a desk and wrote those fucking lyrics. Well, but yeah, anyway, th- that was a shit shit ass time for him. I, I blame Tommy Shaw. Yeah. Anyway. So I'm riding, and, and I'm thirsty as hell, and come sail away, dealing with water. I look, the water's running. There's I'm, a gag- river I'm dry, the dry coast, heaving yeah. because my mouth is so dry, this whole fucking race. Yeah, I'll never forget that song, and anytime I hear it on the radio, it's off. I hate it, oh even God. more so. If I ever get fast enough, I'm going to ride no, your no, ass all the way up no, the hill and no, sing it. no. <laughs> You know, and unfortunately, it's stuck in my head. It's it's yeah. my version of a small world. Everybody oh said, yeah, that's what it is. I hate that fucking song. You know, it's bad that uh, that classic rock stations actually play a shortened version of it now. It's there like, should be no version. It's, 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 <laughs> what a piece of shit! <laughs> <laughs> it is. Jackson, someday you're going to have some of these songs. I, I can't wait. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. Actually, it'll probably be like, yeah, I don't know. What's a really shitty song right now? Well, what isn't? Really shitty song right now, you know. That'll be pink, pink, just rotating through my head. She's never, she will never go away. <laughs> she <laughs> won't. On the radio every single really? day. Pink has some some blackmail stuff on somebody in the yeah. record industry because yeah. she just keeps cranking out stuff. Yeah, mine's Kesha, you know, Kesha stuff no. like that. Yeah, but anyway, I, I don't listen to those stations. Yeah, no, no I don't either. Yeah, so there mm. we go. Uh, you guys, thank you for that. I, I'm not going to award any points. Those are yeah. both great, great yeah. perspectives into into uh, music and how important or horrific it might be <laughs> in our lives. Um, so uh, I guess we're going to continue on. We've officially placed our goals, so uh, we have to stick to those. We have to remember what we said. Not all only right. do we have to both all three agree to the 15th and 16th of August, but dude, Jackson, you got to take an FTP test. When do you when do you want to do this? Whenever. Wow. I want. Wow. I wish I was young. I wish I, <laughs> I would have postponed that. I, well, you wait a minute. Give me a, a yeah. week, two, yeah. three. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> when you get to be my age, you got to figure out a day that you won't be hung over in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm losing 10 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's another episode of the Pack Filler. Uh, you guys, thanks for coming in and being again part of the sh- the show. Thank you guys for listening on on Mixler, um, like, comment, whatever, all that kind of stuff. I'm supposed to say that after every podcast, aren't you? Because that's how you build an audience. <laughs> Fuck if I know. Um, and and if you want to participate in our Manscaped reviews, those are coming up in about a week. <laughs> oh, so no. uh, get ready. That's going to be a fun one. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.